Welcome back to episode 43 of Bitches Love Brunch. This is your co-host, Courtney. And this is Kiana. And we're excited to be back as always. Even though sometimes I flip it and fumble it. So, but here we are. Um, Funny. Welcome back, y'all. Hey. Hey, y'all. Kiana, how you doing this week? I am good this week. It's a short week because it's Easter week. Thank God. It's a short week for you. Yes, yeah, a short yeah. week for me. I'm speaking from my own privilege. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's a short week. I'm excited. I'm just ready to do my own thing for an extra few days. But I'm good. I'm doing so good. So blessed. How are you? I am good. I um. It's not a short week for me, but I'm looking forward to the weekend to be able to go home. How are they not giving you Good Friday off? Girl. Also, but I, I have a considerable amount of vacation. Mm. So So you're not I'm giving good. yourself Good Friday <laughs> right, off I'm either. Not giving myself Good Friday. I might reconsider that though. Oh, I think my boss is gonna be gone. Dag, I'm really starting to think out loud. Never mind. So anyway, okay. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Um, and just being able to go home and spend time with the family. I was just gonna ask you that. Were you venturing up to Cleveland? I am, I am. I was gonna say I actually don't know if I'm gonna, gonna go to, to Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, but I actually am. Um, that's where we'll be. Oh, y'all having uh Easter in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, and nice. House. This is the so best time to go to back, back to Cleveland. Ain't no snow. Ain't no snow. Cross your fingers, though, because you never know. Because it has happened. Yeah. It has I definitely saw. happened. <clears throat> um, but I'm excited for that. I did just see my family last weekend, but it was very quick. Did you go home? Uh, no, we went to, We I had a cousin that got married. Um, in Cincinnati slash Kentucky, you know okay. how that goes. Yep. <laughs> um, so it was a quick trip, but my sister and I we only went for literally the, the thirty minute wedding and came right back. Was there a reception? There was. Mm-hmm. Did so you we not didn't, okay. we didn't we didn't originally <laughs> know if we were gonna be able to go to the reception and so we knew we weren't gonna find out until the last minute and so we just weren't able to RSVP so out of respect of People's coins. Amen. Good for y'all. Respectfully declined, but we did at least want to, you know, be able to celebrate in the day. Listen, knowing me going back, listen, I'm like, listen, y'all can eat, but I'm coming back for the party. (laughs) I'm coming back for the turn up. Okay. Oh my goodness. I didn't drill all the way down here. Good old time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, congratulations to them. I don't even know who they are, but congratulations. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, uh, shout out to Candace and John. They just got married, so. Pew, pew, pew. I see you. <laughs> OMG, I, I love it. cut myself off. I was so excited. Right. <laughs> I was one. I, I was like, that ran a little short, but you was on point, though. Yes, congrats, Candace and your new hubby. I didn't get the name, yes. but yes, that's, that's fun. That's so much fun. Yeah. I went so. home, was it last weekend? The weekend before last to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tell you, it was the best weekend ever. Didn't we say it was going to be everything it you needed? It was the best weekend ever. Like, I just, 
I don't know. I think sometimes I just don't realize how much you need your family and your friends to recharge you. And even though we went home, like I went back for a funeral, it was still so good to be around my family. Like my aunts Mm -hmm. and uncles were all at my mom's house. And it just dawned on me one morning. I was sitting there. We were having breakfast. Um, I was just like, I grew up with these people. Like, these people know me mm-hmm. from the time I was a child until now. Like, I couldn't feel safer and more loved mm-hmm. and more secure. But it was, I understand that. It's so good to be around family and friends. That's, that's where I recharge. Man, it was amazing. My uncle was down there fishing in the back of my mother's uh in her lake behind her house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, we woke up the next morning. He didn't fillet the fish. We having fried fish and grits in the morning. I'm like, maybe I do need to go home more often. <laughs> you do. You do. Yes. And it's not like a far trip. No, it's not. For it's you. not. So, I'm, look, you got to do what brings you peace, joy, and refreshment. Okay? Amen. Amen to that. Um, I wholeheartedly believe in that. Like, you know, time is time is of the essence, and you want to spend it doing things that refuel you. And that matter to me. Right. Like, truly matter to me. So, that was, ugh, everything. I forgot to That's tell you about that. that. Yeah, I was to ask you, too, but we haven't, we haven't caught up in a little bit. But I was wondering, I was like, I wonder how her trip was. Courtney, everything. And Atlanta was popping, girl. You know, the weather broke, people out. Yes. All the people I was been outside. To Atlanta in so long. We should re- we should do that. We should change that. So yeah, you know when Dre lived there, I felt like I was. I mean, I wasn't there like all the time, but you had more reason to be there. Yeah, right. And I still have um, one of my really good friends that's down there, so I need to make that happen. You just let me know. I meet you there. Okay, and you know that ain't nothing but a down the street, quick quick little or a cheap little. Uh, Southwest flight. Oh, for sure. For sure. Atlanta's, Atlanta's fun. So much fun. Okay. Yeah, we'll make that happen. All right. Well, I don't really have anything else going on. You know, I was telling... Oh, I do have some good news. I just told Kiana this, but I guess I'll share it with the listeners. Is that I found my new bestie. Woo-woo. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't know. I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the show before that... Um, you know, I was on the hunt. I know I've mentioned that I've been on the hunt for a therapist. Um, but I can't remember if I shared that I did not have the greatest experience with um, my first therapist. Mm. And so I went to one session um, and it was like a couple of things that took place prior to me even having my first session with her that just really turned me off from the experience. What was it I that mean, turned you off? It was the way that... Um, Unfortunately, the way she was handling business. Okay. And so I want to say like she had me, there were a couple of times like there was just like some back and forth in communication prior to the session um, and some confusion in that. <clears throat> so that was like strike one and then something else happened in strike two. And then like the straw that broke the camel's back was I get there for my first session. She sent me paperwork in advance. I'm sure you have experienced this, but she sent me paperwork in advance. So they kind of, just like a doctor, they ask for your family history, um, you know, why, you, why you're seeking a therapist, so on and so forth. So they do all of that, all your insurance stuff. So I do all of that in advance. Um, read all of, like, her requirements, privacy release, whatever. 
do all of that in advance and send it back to her um, and so that I'm good and ready to go for my session. Well, I get there. There's construction, like, right outside of her office. So I could not get to her office. So I'm, like, calling her to tell her I'm going to be a few minutes late. <clears throat> and by a few minutes, I think when I got there, let's just say my appointment was at 12. I got there and was in her office by 12.02, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, like, few, truly a couple of minutes. So I get there, text her to notify her to let her know that I'm there. Um, this woman doesn't She should have told you life. it was construction. First of all, because you were, you were literally not able to access the front of the building. You had to go in on this detour that was a good two miles out of the way, but whatever. I get there and she's in another session, understandable, but ends up being 15 to 20 minutes late. Mm. So I don't go, I'm there on my lunch break. Okay. So I walk in the door. She was like, you still want to meet? You can come back later if you want. I've already, I just came wow. on my lunch. No, I can't come back later. So I sit down, and then she starts to walk me through this paperwork, asking me all these questions, even though when she sent the paperwork, she's like, you know, if you have any questions, let me know. I did not respond with any questions. I'm good, signed, sealed, delivered. That means that I have consented, agreed, and understand to everything. So we spent another 20 minutes doing the, okay, let's say 15. And then she's spending time trying to go over my insurance. And I'm like, I already know what my insurance is. I have a deductible. I'm going to pay you. <laughs> we good. And our session turned into me having about 25 minutes with her. All right. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to be back. She was unapologetic. She was like, you know, sometimes, you know, it does happen sometimes where um, where sessions go over a little, a little, uh, a little bit, but um, it doesn't happen often. That's rare. But I'm like, why would you schedule like if you have a session from eleven to twelve? Why would you schedule a twelve to one? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it for me it happens all the time. It even happened today. Um, for me, it was a twenty minute delay because once one meeting goes long, then you are off for the rest of the day. Absolutely. I get that. But usually she gives me a heads up. (laughs) Right. But you should know, like, okay, let me put a buffer in between um, people talking about traumatic stuff. Yeah. Especially when you have a new new, um, patient, you have to do intake and really get to understand who they are and things like that. So you just try to, at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to seek help, but it's still a business. And so you want her to still be like, hey, this is a new client. This could potentially be new business for me as well. Um, So you just hope that she will handle it in that way. So I understand. Yeah. So it was a bit, it was a bit much. Um, And granted, they, they all could have been very small things, but when they just really started to build up, I was like, I think I'm a pass. Yeah. I think I'm a pass. But I have found a good therapist now. I'm really excited. I had my first session with her last week. Yes. And I was like, um, so when can I book the next one? <laughs> nice, nice. So it's going to be good. And I already know she's about to get me right in together. And maybe we'll have an episode about what makes a good therapist, at least to us and yes. our experiences. Um, as you continue on your journey and I keep crawling down mine. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm crawling this week, child. So, but that makes me happy to hear. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I was really excited about it. Yeah, that is exciting. 
right, let's uh let's pass the mimosa before we recap real quick. Or is it the other way around? Shit. <laughs> well, I need I need to do better. I need to just have the order of the show in front of me because I don't. That's all right. We can do a brief recap. Well, you can do a brief recap. Right, right. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> no. <clears throat> okay. Go so to where I'm strongest. Week, um, last episode we talked about Nipsey. Um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed that episode and us and us just being able to reflect on his life and just that conversation about about um, being able to return home and return to the hood. Um, I thought it was a very necessary conversation because For sure. even just after um, after recording and just because I think we recorded before his services. I'm pretty yeah, sure. we did. Um, and so just talking to other friends after that and just you know seeing because I didn't watch the services, but just seeing snippets from it. Um, we are all um, a good portion of us because some people you know we're not aware, not as big as fans of Nipsey of Nipsey's, and that's okay, not for any you know malicious reasons, but um, you know we were grieving. We were grieving and we were just really processing. And so I just even had additional conversations with some of the homies about Nipsey and just like the Nipsey's of the communities um, and what that looks like for us and why it was just, you know, such a hard one to get over. Yeah. And I don't even get through, get through yeah. right? Because I don't think it's still anything that Mm-mm. the community has gotten over in itself, too, because. People are still, still keeping his name alive and well and just still mourning with his family and friends. Yeah. And they're just really trying to keep the marathon going. And I appreciate that. It just seemed like there was a shift in energy in our community. And it was so strong and it was so beautiful to see, like, the Nation of Islam and see all the Eritrean um african-americans and it was just so many different people so many different blacks and it just showed like every single part of our community is vital is mm-hmm. vital whether you are part of that sub community of the sub community or not but each one of us has a specific role and if we all play it and we all respect each other we can all come together and demonstrate that type of love all the time that was just powerful to watch like to see something like that I never thought I would witness anything like that and I'm just so grateful that even though I didn't see it in person that God you know gave me the vision just to see something that magical and mystical about my people right and I really hope that that continues in, in that moment though or these moments just continue to build on each other yeah um and continue to motivate us and inspire us um to keep pushing forward I really like people really people really started making moves and not that they weren't making moves before but like making moves in his honor and so I just I feel like that speaks so much to not only what he meant but what people like him mean to our community. Um, And I think it's important that we honor that in life and in death. Absolutely. So, yeah, great recap, Court. Thanks, you know. (laughs) I try. Um, (laughs) After you, never mind. I'm going to let you live. You got it, girl. (laughs) That's why I made that comment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, passing the mimosa... (laughs) 
Uh, Kiana, are you drinking anything today? I am not. And I understand that this is not something that's rare these past days, but it definitely will be rare for the next 60 days. I'm doing a challenge and I cannot have any alcohol. Okay. So no alcohol for me while I get summer right and tight, baby. I know that's right. What about you? What you got? I am drinking Moscato. Um, Classy. <laughs> all I need is like a little, you know, chocolate covered strawberry. Ew. You um, sexy on the court. <laughs> okay. <yeah>. All right. <laughs> I'm hitting them with the shoulder right now. Okay, nobody see me, but I'm hitting them with that one shoulder. <laughs> um, and some water. Okay. Because <laughs> we just gonna flush it right out. <laughs> Hilarious. I feel it though. Um, yeah. So that's that's what's happening over this way. Okay. All right. Well, well, Kiana's gonna share the good news. Yeah, it's Margot. So our good news of the week. This is a quote. Um, I don't even know what to call him, but I would guess I would call him a guru that I've been following lately. A shout out to Hey Friend Hey from the Friend Zone. I found out about Osho through her um, on a podcast, and ever since then I've just been looking up his work and just. Loving a lot of things that, you know, he did in his life and stood for. But let me just, that's neither here nor there. Let me go with the quote. So the quote says, (laughs) (laughs) the philosophy of positive thinking means being untruthful. It means being dishonest. It means seeing a certain thing and yet denying what you have seen. It means deceiving yourself and others. And so we don't really have a hard topic um, in terms of naming this, because I just think it's so complex, and I think it has a lot of layers. And so I guess we're just going to walk through that quote together. Um, and I guess I can go first. Like, for me, when I think of... I, because there's just been this new wave. There's this new wave of vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be the good vibes, the bad vibes. But now all we want is positive vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's just a wave of people reconnecting with the energies of the earth. And I don't think... I don't dismiss that whatsoever. Do hear me when I say that. That is very real. But I think mm-hmm. there's just a resurgence of our connectivity to earth and energies. And a lot of the things that we are promoting above all energies as positive energy and positive thinking. And I don't think there's anything wrong with positive thinking or positive energies. However, I feel like it's very dismissive in a way, in a way that it dismisses the work that truly has to be done because not everything is positive. And if you only see it through this clear lens of positivity, then you're not doing the work to get to the meaning of what actually is going on. Um, and so I just really wanted to have a conversation about this because I think a lot of people are leading with this over, I don't even know what to call it. It's just an overconsumption of positive thinking. And I, I do think that everybody should practice positive thinking, but I think that when you're just practicing positive thinking to avoid actually facing some demons or counteracting some things that don't no longer need to exist in this world, then you are rightfully not taking the place in how you should stand with others. So that's my thought on that. Hmm. So I read this and, um, what first came to mind for me was, you know, kind of like you, Kiana, like 
everybody has been, or, you know, there's just been this mass quote unquote movement of just this positive, uh, this positive thinking and this positive mindset. So that's, I feel like that's the context in which this quote was, um, established and that, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, what I'm going to say, you know, if, if, if you put a positive spin on it, or if you think about it this way, or like, What's the? I think I I feel like I've seen the things where it's just like, where somebody says, "I apologize for," or "I'm sorry for being late," and then twisting it as opposed to saying it in a negative way, twisting it to saying, "You know, I really appreciate your patience in waiting for me." You know what I mean? Or in this delay, and not to say that that is wrong by any means, but to your point, I think there is a lot of that where it's just like, no, if you just put a positive spin on it, it will be good. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's not necessarily always the case. However, I do feel like what happens when these waves come is that everybody thinks that this message or this meme or this quote is for everybody. That's not the case. My struggle is not your struggle and your struggle is not mine. So I say that to say, when we see some of these things about like positivity, I feel like that they're not necessarily for the person who is is or is not struggling with, you know, certain demons, you know, because there's mm-hmm. a reality to it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a real side to it where it's like you cannot dismiss the re- the reality of it. But I do think that there are some people that who that who are constantly caught up in the negative that they need that encouragement and um not accountability, but encouragement to see some things in a positive way. Like everything can't be negative. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, I so definitely I feel like that, understand that. I feel like that sometimes those messages are for a certain group of people and we like to bolster them and make it seem like it's for everybody and it covers every single spectrum. And that's not the case because I agree with you in that like... You can't you can't just dismiss the negative things because sometimes that is reality. Like mm, I I don't I'm not I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I'm throwing shade like uh what I'm trying to give an example. I, maybe I'll come back to it. <laughs> that example that I'm thinking of, but like you just can't you can't always dismiss the negative things. Um, like I have, um, our CEO is very, very positive. She sees so many things in an optimistic way and like so many things as an opportunity. And while that is so nice, um, I'm just like, okay, but here's the reality of it. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) So I, I agree with you. I think it's just, it's a lack of understanding reality or trying to get Mm -hmm. past reality. And I also think like, even for those negative people who are constantly stuck in a negative state, you still have to accept the fact that that's not where they are. And you have to meet people where they are. And if that person is going through something, they're going through pain, they're going through a tough time It does not matter if you're quoting positive quotes to them or, you know, reiterating something to them that doesn't matter. You have to address their needs first. I remember one of my pastors from Cleveland was saying, like, you can't just go up to certain people and just start speaking Christianese. Like, hey, I want to bring you to Christ, but 
I know that you're starving, but Jesus is the way. Like, no, feed me first, then talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to address people's needs. And so when people are coming to you and they're in a vulnerable state, I just think that it's important to not only project your message, but more more important to understand where they're coming from, to actually comprehend what somebody is trying to tell you and to go through that with them. And then hopefully that leads to you bringing up, you know, these positive things that you can instill in them and that they can use in their arsenal in the future. But I just think that just seeing people almost like grieving or in sad times and people are just like snap out of it like no that's not that's not how that works and you're totally dismissing this person because you want to seem like a perfect patty and that's nobody's perfect here we're all we are all united by imperfections not perfection so it's just I just think that's one one human quality that is just really sad these days to see that everybody is striving to be perfect and we'll never attain it. We'll yeah. never attain it. But that doesn't mean to say that you're not good. It just means you're not perfect. And I right. think that's and another is. conversation is like good right. and bad. Like who are you to label something good or bad? It's just different. It's just different. Um, I actually had that conversation. Well, not this particular conversation, but... Um, a conversation with my former boss on perspective. Um, we were talking about, we were talking about an, a, not an incident, but a situation at work. And I was like, oh, well, you know, this is, this is how I see it. This is how I interacted with this person in this situation. Um, and this is what, you know, this is what I felt it to be. And then she was like, it was a t- completely different experience for me. And we were able to just say, Okay, neither one of them are good or bad, right or wrong. They were just different experiences. You have a completely different perspective because of a different interaction that you had. I didn't have that perspective because my interaction was different. You know what I mean? And both of those perspectives were valid. And that's and I, that was my point about like where people are and how messaging or messages can be different for different people based on where they are. So yeah. those positive messages <clears throat> might not be for the person, even though this, you know what I just said, it, it might not be for the person that is extremely negative. Um, it might be for the person that is, uh, you know, has some negativity or might have a, have a history of being a pessimist, um, but they're working through some things or they're working through, um, some of that negative negativity or they're healing through some things. And so they need some of those positive mes- messages to keep them going. Um, so it just depends on where you are. And so my issue with it is that people try to use it as like blanket statements that are supposed to cover everybody. And that's not the case. I was actually even just watching a snippet of um, T.D. Jakes speaking to uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick mm-hmm. about uh fearing things you're supposed to fear things like that's a natural feeling absolutely it's okay but you do them anyway um that does not mean that it's easy that does not mean it's going to come without challenge but you press through those things anyway because that's the reality of it no no obstacle no no success no accomplishment is going to come without some sort of challenge some sort of fear, some sort of barrier, but it's about recognizing that fear for what it is and doing it anyway. Um, So that's just the reality of just 
there's going to there's going to be the good with the bad. There's there's always going to be both, and so there has to be a balance. Um, it's funny but, that you brought up um, Stephen Furtick because that's what I was going to bring up too. I just listened to one of his sermons about the paradox of progress. Okay. And I I'm think to remember if I listened to that one, but go ahead. It just it just came out. I think he oh, just no. preached it last week, but. Um, one of the things I think I'm wrapping my head around in this season of my adulthood is actually learning like what a paradox is in life. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's one thing to learn about in school and you know what I'm saying? To have one thing exist within another at the same, you just like, how does that happen? But it really mm-hmm. does. That's why life is so complex. And is that those people can be, like you said, in a pessimistic state, but at the same time, they could be a lot of other things as well. And so there's a lot of progress that happens within being pessimistic or maybe that's them, you know, expressing or actually coming to terms with where they are. And so it may seem like a complaint to you, but it may be a portion in their process that's getting them to that positive state is actually just acknowledging what's going on with them. So you never, you just never know because two things can totally exist at the same time. And you have to be understanding of that. And the only way that you can do that is if you shut your mouth, whether it be positive or negative, and you listen to somebody who's talking to you. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing is actually just listening and hearing Mm -hmm. and comprehending what another person is trying to express to you, whether than just pushing this, like you said, blanket statement on them, hoping that it fixes and eases all things. Right. So really, it's just humans understanding how to work with other humans. Right. And that same thought, though, in relation to the quote that you shared... I do think there's a flip side of that. So like, um, I'm glad we're having this dialogue. Cause like I said, like when you first, you know, read it to me, I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to really, you know, ponder on this a little bit. Um, excuse me, but Sorry. I feel like bless you. Um, <laughs> I feel like the same could be true for this statement. So, you know, he says the philosophy of positive thinking means being untruthful. And I don't think that that's necessarily the case either because just like there's bad with the good, there's good with the bad. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And so I feel like it's it's about that healthy balance of being able to live right in the balance, right in the middle of the spectrum and saying, that's just that's just like when you're taught to weigh your pros and cons. This these are the cons. This is what's going on here. That's the reality of it. These are the disadvantages of this situation. And here are the pros. Here are the advantages of this situation. Um, Here are the positive things of this situation. So I don't necessarily believe or agree that to have positive thinking, excuse me, is to be deceitful or to be dishonest, but it can lead to that route if you're not also acknowledging the cons or the disadvantages in a situation, if you're just, um, you know, pacifying that part of the situation. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, but I appreciate this, um, his quote on this though, because like you said, I feel like otherwise people would just be so stuck in that positivity realm. And it's like, you need a little dose of reality. You do. You actually need more than a dose of reality. (laughs) You need to live in reality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, just Mm -hmm. so that you can do what you're called to do instead of, you know, operate Mm -hmm. in a space that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I thought this was really good. I really, I really did like the quote. And I remember you, when we first started the conversation, you said something about like how in recent, like the quote applying to recent times, which is so crazy because he died in 1990. So he had to write that before this. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. But um, still very powerful way of thinking even during those times. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Good topic. We ain't got a name for it, but good topic. Thank you. Y'all name it. <laughs> yeah, y'all name it. Tell us what it is. We'll take well. a gem from it somewhere, somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. You okay. want to take a break or you want to go right into the next one? Let's let's go right into the next one. Okay. I think we kind of got into this a little bit. Um, we did. So, we were talking about social media. There's going to be a lot of things in this. <laughs> Social media, and there was a post that I saw not too long ago that I saw had a very, oof, the the response the responses that I saw for this were mixed, but it was so interesting. And the social media, the, not the social media post, but the post actually said, "Understand, I'm matching energy these days, so I'm on whatever you want." Mm, mm-hmm. I saw a few things that people were just like, "Yes, I'm on whatever you want." I also saw some people that was just like, no, that is a form of manipulation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just mm-hmm. move on. That's not what you do. Um, I saw some people was just like, that's immature for you to match your energy that somebody's giving you. Be bigger, be better. I just want to know your thoughts on what you think about matching people's energy versus treating people how they treat you. So my thoughts on that are, you have to know who you are. Um, and I say that because if you, if you can find yourself in, and I'm not saying that matching people's energy is bad, um, you have to stand for what you believe in is my point. So if I know at my core that I'm a good person and this is how I treat people, I want to always be that person despite how they treat me. That is not to say that I will allow myself to be taken advantage of, to be abused, or to be disrespected. Um, But I don't necessarily believe that when you are confident in who you are, your beliefs, your morals, um, that you have to give back to them what they're giving to you. So if, if someone... No backseats. You said what? Well, <laughs> no backsies. <laughs> so this is this is very well for me and my friend group. This is very high school, maybe college years. If if one of your friends sleep with your ex, that does not mean you have to go back and sleep with their ex. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't mean you have to go back and sleep with one of their dudes. If we talking about matching energy, you know what I'm saying? Like. Well, just because she did it to me, that means I got to drop my standards of who I am. So I'm going to go ahead and do it to her because I want her to hurt. I want her to feel some sort of pain too. That's, that's, that's just never been me. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to allow that or allow a situation to turn. I'm not going to allow myself to turn into that person for a particular situation. So that's kind of how I feel about matching energies. But at the same time, um, like if we talking about dating and 
you're not giving me the same energy that I'm giving you. I like that's not equally yoked to me. That's not balanced. You know what I'm saying? If I'm constantly doing this or even in friendships, if I constantly feel like that I have to be the one reaching out um, or if I'm always going above and beyond, that's OK to be that friend. But if you get to a point where you feel like and you recognize that in the friendship, this person is not doing what you feel like you would expect out of a friend, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to either stop doing those things or that means you have to start treating them poorly or treating them how, how they're doing you, you just know that that's not that type of friend for that. Like, I know that you're not going to be that friend that if something go down that I can call you. Yeah. I know who to call for that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what it is for me. Like, if you know who you are, um, if you have morals and standards, you know, for yourself and your character, um, I don't think that that should change or waver. But I also don't think, like, you should allow yourself to be taken advantage of or disrespected or anything like that. Yeah. That's just me. What are, you, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I think it depends. Like, I think, oh, that was a lot of stuttering right there. I think I'm going to, I think... <laughs> Um, I really think there's truth in what you said about knowing yourself. I think it depends on where you are in the process with yourself and where you are in the process with that other person in -hmm. terms of where your relationship is. I think that matching someone's energy could very well be necessary in certain scenarios. I think that it could be maybe one of the first steps in actually, you know, creating boundaries for people and letting them know and alerting them Mm -hmm. like, hey, this isn't happening anymore. But I think it takes proper assessment of where you are in the process of your healing or wanting to rectify or even if you want to reconcile the relationship or not, you know, just where you are with that in, in respect to that other person. But I can also see like, hey, I'm also in the process where I'm pretty content in who I am and I know that you're a shady person. So I'm just going to keep the energy I have and move forward elsewhere. Right. I can respect that as well. I just think that, like you said, these blanket statements can get very um, convoluted and just and just posting them and people reposting them and making comments and people just putting these statements on top of their lives. And so I just think there's a just a... There's a healthy way to consume social media. And I think that when you see things about this and your mental well-being and you're in relationship to other humans on this earth and sharing space with them or deciding that you no longer want to share intimate space with them, I think social media is just not the place that you have to consult. I think that or where you should be giving actual advice. I think that's where you have to go to yourself and, you know, the good people around you and really consult on how to move forward from that basis. But I just think that's such a strong statement to place on somebody or in a scenario and really not have an understanding of where they are in life or where they are in relation to the next person. Um, but I also can see how it can be necessary when you do need to be met with that same energy. You know what I mean? Because some people Absolutely. have to. So Absolutely. I think you just have to play your cards depending on how they were dealt. And I know that's such a vague way to say it, but it's so true because you never know what a person is going through and especially what they've been through in terms of their relationships with others. And sometimes it's time for you to meet somebody with that energy. And sometimes it's time for you just to walk away and say, this is bringing me down to a point that I don't, I no longer want to go to. And so I got to leave this situation. Right. So 
I think it's. I think you have to assess it, but most importantly, get, assess yourself and assess um, where you are and where you want to go moving forward. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, but social media is just for me. I'm just like for you to put this out there for anybody to interpret it. I think that's kind of dangerous. I think it's. I think it's. I think that's one of the 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 cons to social media. You know you be setting us up for the next topic. <laughs> right there. <laughs> right there. Um, no, I, I, I absolutely degree. Mm, Good night. No more <laughs> Moscato for me. I only have one glass. I degree um, and declare. <laughs> degree and declare. <laughs> yes. Can that be the title? Yes, I decree. I degree and declare. I degree and declare. I, I degree and declare that you know, social media. We already know this though. Social media will have you. Um, it will have you so confused, and you not even know that you're confused. It will have you. It will have you forgetting who you are because you're spending so much time comparing yourself and trying to do what everybody else is doing. And that's my point about like the matching energies. You can't do what everybody and even about the um the thoughts on positivity. You can't do what everybody else is doing. No. That's not your story. No. That's not your song. That's not your dance. It's not yours to have. Um so no, I absolutely agree. I there you go. You, you know what? Put it down. <laughs> Put it down. If I if I could go back and redo this segment of the show, <laughs> you would. But no, nah, you got to keep going. Tape rolling. <laughs> and y'all know why Kiana is acting like tape rolling. <laughs> keep going. Um, oh, but man, that's so Jesus. funny. So funny. I'm gonna just keep saying it now. I agree. <laughs> With you, Kiana, um, with everything that you said, I really had some additional thoughts about it, but because I can't talk, um, I have forgotten <laughs> them all. Um, but no, like, I just don't believe that that you. That's when you lose yourself. That's to that to me. That's just when you lose yourself. And I've been in a place before where it's like I don't recognize myself, and maybe that's why I speak so wholeheartedly about that. Is I like I don't want to be in that place again, you know? Yeah. Um, and so if I'm spending so much time trying to match your energy, that's not even my energy. That that'll send you to a place really quick. Because you're spending so much time trying to keep up with that. Keep up with something that you're not even used to. Something that you weren't even built for. <laughs> That's not you. Um, and you're going to find yourself... You could potentially find yourself in a worse place um, than if you just handled things in a way that you would. And that's beneficial to your well-being. So, I, I'll leave that alone. That's all I got to say on the matter. So you know... I I I listened to the Super Soul Sunday with Devon mm-hmm. Franklin, mm-hmm. and too. I loved what he said. Um, and even though I'm not in Hollywood or I don't make movies, but your life, this is your movie. 
You are the starring actor in this show. This is your show. And you mm-hmm. get to decide whoever stars in this movie with you, with their mm-hmm. proximity to you. You get to decide how you move and how you grew through this. You get to decide what you want your story to be. And this is literally, it's just you. It's a one-woman show. You and God or whoever it is that you worship, y'all are on this journey together. And everybody else are co-stars. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And so when you look at it from that lens, you can't be in your movie and be the star of somebody else's movie. It ain't your movie. Right, it's not your movie. Get off the set. You know what I mean? Like, you're not equipped to deliver lines. You haven't been practicing the way that they have. You haven't been molded in the way that they have for this particular role. You don't even have that script. Exactly. You don't even have that script. You trying to film a movie, and they may be doing a sitcom. Right. (laughs) They may be doing a web series. You know what I'm saying? You over here trying to do a comedy and they doing an action film. Exactly. Like, you you can't do that. And so I think it's our responsibility to take ownership of our lives and of our feelings and of our happiness and of our struggles and our sadness. It's our responsibility. It's solely your responsibility. And I think in addition to that, you have to recognize and be self-aware of why you're getting the energy that you're getting in the first place. Because at oh, some point, Oop, wait a minute. It's, it's not everybody Oop. else. Oop. Like, especially if it's happening often, enough for you to feel like you have to say, I'm matching everybody's energy in 2019. Well, what type of energy you've been given? Or what type of energy have you been allowing yourself to receive? Are you, you are you talking you, to me? Hold on a minute. Because if you could have talked about off. this off air, we could do that, Courtney. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's for like you you keep like people you I you know I don't mean you. People love to be like, this person did this, this person did that. Well, what did you give out? What you have to think about, and and maybe because I was telling my new bestie this, like I I feel like I'm a very self-reflective person. Um, and I even gave the example about people reaching out because I know I'm not always the best at that. And so when I find myself where it's like, oh, I miss this person or I miss that person. Um, and I haven't reached out in a while. It's like, okay, you miss them, reach out. You might not have talked to them or they might not have talked, spoken to you because you on the other end doing the same thing. So if that's the type of friend you want, that's the type of friend you got to be. That's when you really need to be talking about matching energies. Ooh. So it, 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 again, it blows my mind when we talk about these things or something like that, matching energies. And, and maybe it's just me taking, taking it as a negative connotation, but I feel like it is said in that way. Um, when in this situation, I feel like you could put a positive spin on it. If we match your energies. Like, That's true. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's, let's go blow for blow on some, on, some, on, some, on some positive things. Like, I can't tell you. Like, I'm so grateful for the friends that I have because they make me want to be better friends. Amen. I'm so glad, glad and appreciative of the family members that I have because they want me. They make me want to be better family members, a better sister, a better a better aunt, a better cousin, a better godmom, like, for them because they make me step my game up. That's the type of energy I'm trying to match. Everything else I don't have time for because my 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 space and my world 
is filled with so much already. I don't need to fill it with anything else. Yeah. And you know, just another sidebar about social media is that, you know, the way that we consume things is really unnatural for humans to consume. Mm-hmm. We're not used to consuming things on that type of basis or as rapidly as we have or as rapidly as we do. Our brains just aren't wired that way. And yeah. so, you know, monitors. We're not robots. We're not robots. Oh, my gosh. I was literally just telling my bestie that. But um, I just think, you know, if if your social media feeds or the people that you're following, let me just say this now. You can either unfollow them, even though I know people think that's petty, which I think is weird. It's just an app. But you can mute people now. So fill your social media with things that you want to see and not only encourage the the wavelength that you want to work towards and match that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of having a constant feed of negative things or um, things that don't align with the direction that you're going in in terms of how to cultivate positive ongoing relationships. Absolutely. So, I you know. just that. Yeah, man, because you be looking at trauma after trauma after trauma, and mm. it really is taxing on the human brain, which is why I period, not even periodically, I frequently take breaks from social media. A lot of people will ask me this and that, and I'm like, I'm not on it. I'm not on it right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, every few weeks, I find myself disconnecting just to have that, just to enjoy life behind my phone. You know, there's just so much going on in the world and so many great things. And like you said, so many wonderful people in my community that I just want to grow and be better too. And just to learn and love them while I have this limited time on this earth. This time we, right. we don't, we don't have an unlimited time of on, on this, right. on this place. You know what I mean? Like every day it gets shorter and shorter. And I very much see time as currency Oh, for sure. Um, it's the it's the so, most expensive I mean, currency. It's the most expensive. So I'm like very intentional about how I spend my time and what I spend my time on. Um, Cause I don't I don't like wasted time, and not to say because there are some things where it's not a waste. Like you find lessons in those you know, um, in those opportunities. But speaking in reality, <laughs> and sometimes the bad. There can be wasted time, and I don't have I don't have that to do. But so yeah, spend your time wisely, folks. Disconnect from social media. What do douche be saying? Get off them apps. <laughs> like get get your head out them apps. Shout out to dude. It's real life going on behind those apps. So unplug a little bit. Take a walk. Go talk to somebody. Go talk to a friend. Go talk to yourself. Shit. That's what right? a lot of people need to do. Like, you don't like you. You got to learn how to like you. Go go get in a relationship with yourself. Right. What energy are you giving yourself? Amen to that. Like, it, yeah. Go, go do something different. It's yeah. something new. You know, I was thinking the other day, I was... um. I wasn't on social media, and I just wanted to put my phone down for a few hours. And I was like, oh, my gosh, growing up, this is what I thought life would just be by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just walking around, singing, dancing or whatever, but, like, not having my phone just attached to me. Like, growing up, I just always saw myself being independently on my own. And I am on my own, but 
in the same way, I'm kind of not because every time that I go and want to connect on Instagram or Facebook, I'm looking for some type of connection with another human being. I'm not just existing in the space that belongs to me and is present. And so I just wanted to take some time just to be who I thought I was going to be growing up and just spend mm-hmm. some time operating literally by myself. Yeah. Yeah. It is very important. Yeah, it's important. It's very important. You'll find out all quirks and all types of things about yourself that maybe you like, maybe you don't, maybe you'll grow to eventually love or change. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I've been I've been saying that like but that's a whole that's a whole other topic I almost went to, but so I'll leave it at that. I agree. Degree, good gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm saying it for the rest of the time. Are we wrapping up topics <clears throat> for the week? Yeah, we ready to take a little break. Who yeah, for our ad. All right, quick break, and we'll be right back, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Sound Ears Media. Sound Ears Media is a multimedia production company based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Sound Ears provides its listeners with weekly curated playlists containing wide-ranging musical selections from the newest release hits to some of the greatest nostalgic classics in music. And Kiana and I are super excited about this new partnership as Bitches Love Brunch will have its own weekly curated playlist so anyone looking for personal playlists to fit your unique vibe dm them on ig at sound ears or on twitter at sound ears underscore or you can shoot them an email at sound ears media at gmail.com and we're back i really wanted to do the martin what's up what's up You should. If I could, I would. I'm gonna have to practice that one because I want to get that right. Okay. (laughs) I was like, oh, that would have been so perfect. Dude, drop that that in there. Drop add that as a drop. Right. Right. Can you put that that little sound in there? Yeah. Sound clip in there. That would be awesome. Let's keep it Um, pushing. Yes. What do we have? Tips. Tips. You go first. Okay. Here we go. Sorry. This tip is going to be a 100% tip. And it is going to none other than Beyonce, Giselle, (laughs) Knowles, Carter. You feel me? First off, sis. I just want to thank you for creating and not even just creating, but just paying homage to our community in this way. Last night, um, the Beyonce black experience, HBCU coverage um, of the Coachella performance had been released. I have not watched it yet, but you have just been doing the work for our community. You represent us so well. And I'm just so thankful to have been a fan for so long just to have you throughout my life so for such monumental moments and you having and being some of the soundtracks to my best and worst memories that all of that matters to me so I just want to thank you for just representing us and going out and doing the work and just I just thank God for your gift here on this earth so I just thank you queen Thank you for what you've done. I look forward to watching this documentary of your performance and getting things ready as the hard, resilient worker that you are. 
she just shows so many levels of just black women being powerful. Like you're a mom of three. Ma'am has three kids. She's a wife, you know, and granted she has a lot of resources, but honey, she works for them. So I just thank you, Beyonce. I love you. We'll talk later. <laughs> Anytime Beyonce does something, I already know that she is going to be Kiana's tip. For, listen, I stand. Anybody who knows me, you just couldn't get a fave. I wish your fave would. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she, the bar, the bar is high and it's high for a reason. She, she meets that bar and she delivers. So it's not even like, Hey, the bar is how she missed. Like she don't miss. She does not well, miss. You also know, I mean, we don't got to do this. this. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually going to give a compliment, but I know that you're going to be surprised. Let's be honest though. And this is coming from somebody who is who likes Beyonce, okay? I recognize that I am not a stand like other people, but I like Beyonce, and you cannot deny her craft. Beyonce is the bar. Like... That's it. Like, I could not even deny that. That's it. It's a, that's a black think, woman doing that, okay? And that's not to say that there were not other bars before her. I, I could you know, go through in terms of entertainment, um, you know, music in particular. But they set the bars for her to be able to create this bar. Exactly, exactly. She just set a new bar. Right now, Beyonce is the bar. I'm really trying to think of who else so that, like, because it, I feel some type of way about having to say that, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Beyonce is the bar. Like, she is. She is. That's that's the reality of it. Ma'am works so, for it, and I'm and I'm here for it because I think that she's earned it. She has. She's earned it. I she love has. you, Queen. Oh my goodness. <sighs> it's hard. So go ahead. Sorry. My tip um, is going to go to a phenomenal woman that I got to hear speak last night. I went to an event um, where actually Blair Underwood was the keynote speaker. Oh. Um, and let me first say that that man is he is, fine um, in person too. He is more beautiful. What in person? Like I'm about to watch Sex in the City tonight. <laughs> his chocolate skin, his crispy lineup with a little hair at the top. Yeah, um, I know. I know. He, I know. He be putting a sponge to it. <laughs> I know he do. Um, but this, this tip was not about him, but he was a keynote speaker at this event, but I can tell you, and he even spoke, um, about this young lady. So she, uh, she won a young leadership award. She is the, has recently been promoted. I want to say a couple days before, a week before, um, this event, she was promoted to the chief disruption officer at BrewDog USA. Um, I don't even know what that means. So <laughs> that's funny because she spoke about that in her speech. Uh, like people are always like, what is, what is a chief disruption officer even mean? Like, what are they doing? She was like, essentially I was that kid in class that was just like, gets really good grades, but disruptive in class. And I get to do that for a living. <laughs> like but I like get how? to disrupt what you, what the market. You? Okay. Gotcha. Um, you know, like in her business. Um, so brew dog is a bar brewery. Um, she is, an African-American woman. Um, she is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, she's a mover and a shaker. She is inspiring. And she just gave such a phenomenal speech. 
um, and was just in the room being unapologetically herself. Oh, that's um, and beautiful. it was so inspiring to see her in that way. Like she rocked, uh, she walked in with her untamed fro. And when I say that that's no shade, it was like truly all love. When I saw her, I was like, thank you for doing that. Thank you for being that representation in the room. And I want to say she's only a few years older than me, but, um, it only affirms like who I am. And who I get to be on a daily basis because I have my fro out there too. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, we don't... And, you know, she was in a room because it was a a black event. Um, We were in a room full of... And there's nothing wrong with this, but full of women. I mean, and this was like um, an event with people with like serious money. Um, But most of the women had like their hair laid and you know pressed and you know what I mean so to be in that room and I looked across and I saw her before I um, realized that she was the one being recognized I was like thank you oh thank you you know just for being for being in this space and 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 just affirming for me like I said who I am so I'm giving her an 100% tip um she just gave such a phenomenal and inspiring speech and very real and authentic um, and just motivating. And it just, it was just, just the opportunity just to say like, that you can be who you are. And that's not what she, that's not even what her speech was about, wow. but it was that inspiring. And um, like I said, even Blair Underwood spoke to that and just talked about how phenomenal, phenomenal she was in, um, in her speech. So shout out to Tanisha Robinson. Yes. Queen. Um, Keep flourishing. USA. Um, I hope you continue to be in those spaces and continue to thrive. Um, so yeah, that's my tip. You go, girl. Do you, go, you girl. have any brunch spots for us? Do I have a brunch? So I have a brunch. I have a place that I had brunch at. I don't know if they actually do brunch, but I went there for brunch and ordered something that was brunch like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like I said, I was visiting my family in Atlanta, and I ventured to one of my favorite restaurants in Atlanta called Mary Max. Have you been? I have not. Okay. So, I've been, I went to Mary Max. I wanted to take my cousin because she wanted some good southern food, and Mary Max has just that. And so, we went there, and I had some wonderful shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits was off the hook, actually. Um... Sorry, just I just remember I left my leftovers at my mom. Somebody ate that. But Dang. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was such a good experience. If you are in Atlanta in the Midtown area or Atlanta proper, so you won't have to travel 45 minutes to an hour just to go to brunch, check out Mary Max. <laughs> the food is off the hook. There's actually, I think Mary Max is owned by some white folks. But yeah, they what? can cook. Okay? Yes. So Check out Mary Max if y'all in town. So that's my brunch spot. Okay. So I have a brunch spot too, but it's not one of my own. Pass um, the brunch. <laughs> um, and you all should have seen us share it on our page. But shout out to my homegirl. I feel like I speak about her all the time on this show. Friend of the show who's not been on the show yet. We know y'all um, besties. Marty. <laughs> you said what? We know y'all besties by now. <laughs> um... She was also in Atlanta, actually the same weekend that Kiana was, and she went to Flying Biscuit Cafe. 
Um, and so she was actually sending me text messages while they were there and just talking about how dope it was uh, and how good the food was. But she said it's like in a um, like in a historic building. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was just saying how the you know the atmosphere was cute and they had a shrimp quesadilla for the appetizer. She was like, we, we, you can start with a shrimp quesadilla. You know what's about to be on point. So shout out to Flying Biscuit Cafe in Atlanta. Atlanta getting um, all the love. Yes, I know. I know they enjoyed, and I look forward to trying some of their food. I'm looking at their pictures on Instagram right now, which is why I'm a little distracted. So I'm going to shut that down. Um, Alright. That is it. Yes. You want to hit them with the social media? Yes, guys. So you can find us on our social media accounts. We have a Facebook page. It's called Bitches Love Brunch. Follow us on Instagram at Bitches Double Underscore Loves Double Underscore Brunch. If you are listening to us, make sure you go rate, like, review. If you're on iTunes, go subscribe. If you're on SoundCloud, follow us. If you are on, did I say Spotify? No, not Spotify yet. Well, if you're on Spotify, then you can go ahead and follow us on Spotify too. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Um, And apparently we're on Google Play. Google Play! I did not know that. I don't know what you do on Google Play, but do that. I'm going to go look that up. I did not know that. I'm not sure. I found out because um, (laughs) my homegirl was like, oh, yeah, you know, I was listening to the show and she pulled it up and I was like, oh, we're not on there. She was like, yes, you are. That's how I listen to y'all show. Yo, shout out to Dooch. That ain't nothing but Dooch. It has to be. That ain't nothing but Dooch. Yeah. So thank you, Dooch. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, and find us there and do whatever you do on Google Play. Do that for us, for Bitches Love Brunch. Yes. Next week, I know you're going to ask this, but I'll answer it off the uh, show. Next week, we'll have an announcement for you guys. Or the, not next week, I guess we do every other week. The Every yes. other week after. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing, Kiana. <laughs> we'll have an announcement for you guys. Stay tuned. Yes. I was going to do the same thing, so I ain't even got to ask you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all get excited. Y'all got to listen to this episode to know that there's a surprise on episode 44. Tell so your friends. Tell your friends to tell a friend. And th- the next episode, don't just skip through and listen to the surprise. Right. Because we're going to put it in the middle. Right. Maybe. <laughs> right. Maybe make y'all wait to the end. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> Bye. All right.